It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Shopping for humans is hard. Shopping for your dog is easy, thanks to Bark. Every month, we deliver toys and treats just for your dog. Whether it's fun plush or tough toys for heavy chewers, we spoil all the dogs. Subscribe now and get a free upgrade at BarkBox.com slash iHeart. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Hey, everyone. It's Johnny from the Johnny Drinks Podcast. If you like what you hear, please feel free to share with a friend, leave a review. A little goes a long way. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. What is going on, everybody? This is Johnny of the Johnny Drinks Podcast. I am with... This is John. My father. And today we're going to be talking about engagement. The entire... You getting married? Same joke again. He made the joke <laughs> off camera, and now we made it again on camera. No, I, I'm not getting... I thought it was good. Corny dads. I am not getting married. I'm actually very far detached from marriage, and I don't really even have a girlfriend right now. But I'm very mm. curious and interested in the process. You don't have to feel bad. Of the of, of getting married and what that looks like leading up to proposal, marriage, and then what happens after the fact. So, Victoria, my sister, just got married about a year ago. Yeah, June 4th, if June I remember 4th. correctly. At, yeah, 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 June 4th North, last year. North Jersey Country Club, Victoria, love you. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Victoria and Jared. Okay. Um, great event. Awesome day. Yeah. I mean, we couldn't have got a better day, yeah. right? Everything cooperated mm-hmm. from the weather to the horse. She had a horse. That was pretty cool. Horse and carriage. Um, and we'll get into some of that because the planning of a wedding and the event, the well, venue. Let's, let's always, I know we're going to get to that. Not yet. And maybe we'll use Victoria as an example some, somehow because it's still fresh on our brains and you went through it. Your vantage point, my vantage point. Correct. That's why I wanted to talk yeah. about this because I think, again, my age is the age where you start, if you are serious with a girl, you're going to start thinking of asking her to marry you. I, I want to start with number one from your vantage point because we can only speak from our perspective. How do you know when she's the right one? I'm still trying to. No, just kidding. I'm just kidding. 32 years being married. So here's the thing. Here's the really the very important part to this. You have to take a leap of faith, right, with somebody at some point, and nothing's going to clobber you over the head. I don't think mm-hmm. you're going to see fireworks go off. I don't think you're going to 
all of a sudden have this epiphany of like feeling elevation and yes, and that's the person. Um, so a lot of thought has to go into your partner, what that person means to you. If you're willing to compromise of who you are, see, so this is one of the key things about that place that you're going to, you're going to come from in making a decision is it's an evaluation. Yeah. You're going to evaluate the other person, but you have to evaluate yourself, mm. right? Cause you may think that as example, you're easy to live with. Maybe you're not. And maybe you haven't gone through that exercise. I, today it's very different. So in my day, we lived separate. We didn't test drive it. We didn't live anywhere mm. together. And so we came from a place where, you know, I lived at my house and my parents, um, my grandmother, and my father, and she lived with her parents and we dated and we commingled the times and hung out, of course, but I would go home at night and sleep in my bed and she would stay at her home. And it wasn't until we got married, conventionally speaking, that we then took residence in the same spot. Mm. Right. So there's a whole world of things that go on and living with somebody is a serious consideration in itself. Right. Well, it's interesting because like you said, it's way more common now to do that, but divorce rates are up. So it's not like that's helping. And, and, and I'm sure there's so many other factors that go into that, but yeah, it's very common for us to live with right. a significant other for a couple months and realize, Hey, it's not working out. Or maybe like it's this false reality of this is going to work out. And then when you actually do live together, you have kids and a mortgage and, and other life stresses that you just don't have when you're in an apartment, you two living your 20, you know, mid 20 lives. So I don't know, maybe it just doesn't contribute as much as people think it does. And it's like you said, a, at it, the end of the day, you got to take a leave of faith. It, it's a big step. Big step. One that you need to truly consider um, anything and everything, right? Mm -hmm. So the conversations that you might have, I think it, it's healthy to start with a conversation. Let's be aligned. If you're going to align yourself with somebody, you should have the conversation that at least covers, do you want to have children, right? And if the answer is yes, well, how many children would you like? Th th as simple as that sounds, it's something that is a big obligation once you find yourself in a position to have children. Hopefully, God willing, you are able to have children, whether you decide uh, to consummate it and have a, a natural birth or you have to adopt or you have to you know, consider foster children. There's a lot of different ways that you can create a family. And yeah. your conventional way is just one way. Yep, sure. Okay, a lot right? of things to consider before popping the question. Right, so, so let me ask you. So in today's world, do you find most of your friends at 20, five, 28 years old, they live with each other already? Anybody right now at my age that has a, a real serious girlfriend, right. yeah, they live together. Okay. And it's funny because they act like they're, not act, they're like adults and they're pretty much, at this point, there is real, and like you said, there's no like this aha moment. There really is no difference. I can name a couple couples on the top of my head that when they do pop the question and now are married, that label, it really isn't gonna change much for them. And I think that, eases things in and that transition is a little bit lighter than going from zero to 100 so right. maybe it does help okay and so in, in, you know in my day that was less common yeah. today 
you guys test drive it. So you live with one another or you get that uncomfortable spot around or who goes to the bathroom first and how do you use the same bathroom? That, that in itself, again, is learning to live with somebody. Right. Let's, but I want to, I want to go through the entire flow and like, we'll right. get to that after like expectations of them okay. when you are married. Um, okay. So you establish this is the right one. Like you said, there may not be that aha moment, but you, you really get along with this girl or guy and you say, I'm going to commit. You have to do something first, which is probably asking the dad for approval. What does that look like? Well, again, this is a traditional concept. We're talking. You don't think that exists anymore? Oh, I believe it exists. And I think it's tradition. That doesn't mean it has to happen. I love it to happen. I was fortunate to have it happen, right? In Victoria's case. I'm, I, I ask, you think people now won't ask the father for their blessing? Here's what I think. Let's go to your example. You have friends that already live together. Right. They ha- they're having conversations not only about marriage, but details. They're talking about it yeah. because they're living it. They- they're living it short of what you just summarized in saying, well, it's kind of then the same thing. They just get married. So I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's a case of it being dismissed or disrespected. I just think it's already been kind of taken, well, we're getting married anyway right? We're not really looking for a blessing because if we were, then we wouldn't have been living together. That's very interesting. I'm, I'm curious to know if you guys are out there getting married, are you asking for permission or blessing from the father? Because I would, I would, I assume that that was just set in stone. You do that. Well, so, so sometimes there's not a father to ask. Sometimes it's an unconventional family and maybe there's just a mom or again, we're for purpose of this conversation, let's maybe set, set the the ground foundation, which is there are parents, right? right? There's parents and it's uh, a male and a female getting married, but the the scenario can play through where it's whatever kind of relationship you Mm -hmm. like and whatever type of family um, you're going to marry into, right? Mm. So that all matters. Some people who are in a place of being 45 years old, well, do they really need to ask for permission? No. So point. this example, I think is best to say younger, 20 something years old, male and female, traditional family, a mother and a father. And so it's for visual, for visualizing in, in the purpose of the conversation, I think that helps because we can go off into a lot of different directions. Right. But I think getting the, at the end of the day, the, getting the buy-in from the family is super important. Like you said, when Jared, my brother-in-law actually went a step further and not only asked my dad for his blessing, but approached our entire family and sat us all down and said, you know, I really love your sister or your daughter and, and want to, you know, and that meant a lot to me and showed how much he cared about not only her, about us, because you are marrying into a family. It's not yeah. just one person. You can't just live alone. Right. Well, it's, it's inclusiveness, right? Sure. So there's that place of tradition and permission that I, I cherish. I think it's a valuable thing and I think it should happen. You know, there's a lot to be said about being a little uncomfortable and that is what that exercise is because yeah. sometimes the parents can say, well, no, Hold I on. think you're too young. Pump the brakes. Well, well, I think you're too young. I don't think you should get married until you get a job. I don't have think you, you should that? have a baby until you have a job. You know, th- there's things that parents in, in, in their ideal form in, in, hoping for the best of their children want for their children. Have you had that? Have you had like friends of yours tell future yes. son-in-laws? No. Yes. Yes. 
I've had, I've had friends of mine that have had to have a hard conversation that really surrounds, well, things like, well, maybe you should get a job first. Or maybe you should sure. stop some of the things that you think are casual, recreational, drinking, smoking, gambling, mm. for example. Maybe you should check those. Did you, What was the conversation like with Jared? Because I'm assuming he had the conversation with us, but he did approach you personally. What was yeah, that Yeah, like? well, the, the conversation was a lot easier because um, it was together. He, he didn't... Oh, he didn't approach you? No, it wasn't. Okay. It was, he only wanted to make sure that we were all available. Right. So I knew what was coming. And you guys were there. You uh-huh. you experienced it firsthand like yeah. we did. So that was nice. And that is a very, uh, although it's in the traditional spirit, it was an untraditional uh, uh, form of way to ask the family, mm-hmm. which I thought was very nice. Right. Yeah. Okay. So hypothetically, again, you're going through this process. You get the blessing from the father or the father figure or the family, whatever that may be. Next step is obviously proposing. Now, I think proposal is very different for everybody. Some people want it to be glamorous and in front of other people. Some people want to just be one-on-one. So that's irrelevant for this conversation because we can only give our opinions. And I think how Jared did his was incredible. Like we're we're very family oriented, obviously. So what he did, and, and we have a video of it that is actually one of our most viral videos on TikTok. Thanks to me for putting it together. But Diana, we went down Diana. We, we went down to Disney and they were supposed to be there alone. So what happened was she didn't know we were coming. We flew out. We made this whole little prelim video of us flying down there and surprising her. And the video is just us kind of traveling. And we get there. And as soon as Jared gets... And uh, side note, Victoria is the biggest Disney fan you'll ever meet. So it was perfect. Right in front of the uh, the big castle. What was that thing called? Uh, Magic Kingdom. Magic Good Kingdom. Good job, John. Yeah. Obviously, John So in front of Magic Kingdom. The match. And he gets down on one knee. She's crying. And then we turn the corner. And she just goes ballistic. And her crying and happy and jumping everybody else is around us cheering it was a really really cool moment for everybody we should repost that video by the way why because i think it's a great video okay i mean i'm selfish i I like it and it was it's a great celebration maybe maybe one year anniversary we'll post yes on on june 4th 4th. so (laughs) to your point though what happens now to the next phase of this after you establish the relationship is good you're going to take a leap of faith you're going to trust one another um, and basically I think you ask yourself as well as your partner, well, what's the worst that happens? The worst that happens is we don't align. Right. And so, but at least let's respect each other enough to, um, to understand, but in the best ideal way of what was the best that happens, best that happens. Yeah. We do this. We, we go about our business and our lives and work and have children and a family and, and, and take everything that life affords you. Right. Now we're on to the next phase of this, which is the actual engagement process and asking for permission, right? Yes. If that's a traditional way yeah. you want to take it. Um, and then the ceremonial piece of, well, how do you do it? Right. Is it the guy gets down on one knee and asks, okay, clearly, is it private or is it public? Yeah. I think today most people love the public thing. Let's face it. This I, is, I don't know. Well, I, 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 I question really how is it? How is anyone doing it private? It seems like someone's always going to be videoing, even if it's a video uh, on a cell phone that then gets reposted on Facebook. Or you know, it just seems like there's so much today that is not private. 
Well, I, again, on the top of my head, I can think of like four couples right now of my friends that are probably going to be getting married in the next year or so. And I would say it's probably split. Like half of them would want the proposal in person and get everybody, their friends and family around and, and there for that special moment. Other people would feel almost like I want this to be between you and I. And then also you don't want to like exclude people, right? So if you have a gigantic family and a big group of friends and you only invite, you know, the the, the soon to be husband only invites five people and now other people feel slighted. So you just ignore or avoid that whole problem. Um, I think that's the thought process for a lot. Diana is, uh, is, is off camera. How do you feel? Diana's been dating Daria for she's off eight camera. years. So, so. Well, let's not involve her. She's very quiet and over there. Let her. Let she's her gonna want Daria. Oh, he's in All for right, it. So she's gonna want fireworks and confetti and a party. Yeah, I, I don't know. Poor Daria. I, I he's think, got a lot to deal with. I I think just to get back online one second. You said you have friends that you believe are gonna be private about it. I will tend to challenge that because I don't think I don't think there's anybody today of your age demographic. And I say that because there's a difference between, again, the 40-something-year-old, 50-year-old, maybe the second time they're getting married or third time. It, th that's different. But the first time getting married in a younger person's life, even if you don't have video, and stuff, they tend to have these photographers that, that pop up, right? That are Some hiding behind a bush. That. huh? So Some nothing's private. Uh, all right. I don't know. I feel like everything today is is documented. Well, so how are you going to say? How you I'm not say agreeing it? with it. I'm just saying. I don't. I would challenge you that there's any one of your friends that can go through that and not have it somehow documented. I think you're you're misunderstanding. Like you are an extroverted person. There are introverts that do not like the being on camera and having right. people around. It's a private moment. Yeah, I, and I want you when one of your friends does do it, and they don't. Document it. I want you to tell me. I want to just, Listen, I'm just curious. documenting after the fact and getting a picture is different than having mm. everybody there and videotapes and okay. there's there's levels to it. Obviously, when I did it, there was no cameras. No shit. You know, right? Cameras. No, we had cameras. This wasn't the you dark. Bring ages. your VCR. What are you talking we about? Had, I could have. I had options. You could have, but we didn't. Who My did point that? Is, what? Who did that? Who did what? Brought VCRs to propose to, to proposals. Um, I know. In my day, there were people who set up the production, right? Now, how did you do it? We didn't even, even tell quietly, them. privately. Well, tell them. I just pulled a ring out of my sock. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, I did. But that, the door. Wait, 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 wait. No, tell them, tell them, tell them what day no, you did it. That's all right. Don't tell worry. He's, he's such a romantic. Tell no, him. No, it was not me. It was a, it was a, it was an emotional time. Mom's dog died, and I felt terrible. So. I I need to I need to flip her mind around to other things, and, and what I did again was very um, lackluster. Right. It was not glorified. It was not any form of something that you would want to even think you're going to put a camera in front of. I can't believe you did that. I I was trying to really change her mind and and get her back to a different place. It worked because she was incredibly it worked you proposed well, to her. i mean i was planning on doing it anyway i wasn't planning on doing it then but i had just sold my car right and i got the ring i bought the ring which was another thing i sold my car to buy a ring because i didn't have the money to just go spend it nor did i have a credit card at that time to put it on so mm. that's important to do, to do yeah um well let's talk about that let's talk about pricing of rings nowadays i Again, I don't know. I think it's what, like three months of salary you, you put into a ring? 
Oh, I, I, I think that's, again, I, you, you afford what you can. I don't think you need to put a label on that. If, if two people are in love and your resources are not ideal, you can still get married. You yeah. can still keep it, right? You can still do, you can still get, uh, you can elope, you can go away to, um, Vegas, you, if you're in and around there, you can go to Pennsylvania, go get married. You can get married in your backyard with a minister. Who's doing that? There's a lot of ways you could do but it. That's, you, but that's the question. I think people are saving money to then buy a ring because they don't want to have to do that. Ideally, again, if, you, if you're if you going to think it through and map it out, yeah, you want to have a nice ring, you want to do it the right way, and you want to have the atmosphere and the environment to be ideal. Right. Right. I'm just saying as a, alternative if you don't have those resources well there's other ways you can do it to make it work it has to start with again that you have the right person and you're in love and from there you make the details work oh yeah i'm just speaking from personal preference or um standpoint everybody that i've talked to they're like oh i i'm gonna get married i can't right now because i don't have finance i have to save up for a ring and i guess that's part of impressing and and setting the standard for your soon-to-be wife well you know let's talk about that for a second because i hear that a lot. I hear that throughout any any age that I think I've ever been. I've always heard, well, we're waiting. Yeah. We're waiting to get married because I don't have money. We're waiting if after they get married. They're waiting to have yeah. a baby to get money. We're waiting after they have after they get married, after they have a baby. We're waiting to go buy a house. Well, okay, I respect that. You can always wait and push stuff off. But there's also other ways of doing it. There's other ways of just saying, well, well, it's okay. Like I just said, you want to get married and you want to have, no, you don't want to get married right now. Right now? No. Okay. You're not getting married. Oh, I thought you were going to spring this whole thing on me. You had a girl and surprise. No, not today. Just kidding. So my point is, if you really want to do it, you can do it. And we don't have to, we don't have to further worry about um, the economic, although it's important, the resources you can work within that. Right. And I want to ask a follow-up question, but before we do that, let's take a quick commercial break. Yes. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopping for humans is hard. Shopping for your dog is easy, thanks to Bark. Every month, we deliver toys and treats just for your dog. They deserve to be spoiled anyway. At Bark, we send your dog a whole new collection of toys and treats made just for them every single month. Whether it's our fun plush toys from BarkBox or our ultra-tough toys from Super Chewer. We give your dog exactly what they want. For a limited time, we'll double your first box for free. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com iHeart. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. 
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. And we're back. We're so back. the last question I asked was about <laughs> the proposal process and saving up money to buy a ring. And if you really have to, let's assume you went, you proposed, you said yes. It's all great. Sunshine rainbows. What happens next? What is the next step? This is where it gets sticky. Oh, boy. Why? Okay. Because when you <laughs> or when you get married or plan the marriage, I should say, right. you get engaged and you plan now the wedding, the venue, mm-hmm. you have to include other people. Right. In again, a traditional sense, back to our example, younger people, bo- uh, male, female, parents, mother, father. So now you have two sides, four other adults who are, again, conventionally we're saying are married who have a experience of their own, who have a lot to say, a lot that they want to contribute, and you need them probably to contribute to pay for some, if not all of it. Right? Well, that's that was going to be my next question. Who normally pays and organizes the entire wedding? Well, I mean, tradition, again, here, is that the, the bride's parents pay for the wedding Mm. and then the groom's parents would pay for like photographer and flowers and stuff like that or and and with that there is a rehearsal dinner they would pay for that that's in a box how it should work however it it doesn't work like that all the time right right? it doesn't work like that all the time because resources aren't necessarily there for everybody right but in a traditional sense normally the Parents of the bride are paying more. Yes. That's interesting. Parents of the bride should be ex- anticipated that they're paying for the wedding venue. And if they're paying for it, then they have kind of more of a say in it. I was right? going to say, they pick the place. Right. So I have four kids, mm-hmm. two boys, two girls. Right. I'm prepared to pay for at least two weddings. Huh. What about mine? I'm prepared to pay for at least two weddings. <laughs> so I'm paying for my own wedding. I'm prepared <laughs> I will do it. Listen, whoever, when the situation comes into really the forefront and there's decisions that need to be made, we just want to have a great venue, a nice celebration and have people around that, uh, that everyone wants to be there. Who normally picks picks the sizes of wedding? It goes back to, again, the venue, the location. So, you know, in, in Victoria's case, we knew we wanted to have it at the club. However, the club's restricted in the the size and right. the, the amount of people that could be there. So we could only have 180 something people, 185 to 190. Right. That was that was tough. It was tough, but we knew we wanted it there. We knew we wanted to do it outside. We knew it met it checked the boxes, mm. right? Um if that came with a different set of ground rules and it was a conversation that was no, we need 300 people. Well then we know we couldn't have had it there. Right. And then in going somewhere else that can hold that many people, well, now it's economics. Well, how much are you going to spend? I want to have a big wedding. 
Okay, three hundred plus. Luck. Good luck. Let me know how much the flowers are. Yeah, <laughs> that's your that's your job. The flowers. Actually, yeah. When you get married, no flowers. Fine. Which is to a rehearsal. But day. I'd be willing to contribute the cash. I don't. Doesn't. Yeah, you know, that, that's the, the other thing. So if you're a young couple and you have saved your money and you want to put it towards the wedding, well, that's great. Yeah. You you, you should. It's your wedding. It oh, should yeah. be the way you want. However, two sets of parents, they're going to have a lot to say. Yeah, that's a, like an interesting dynamic. If, if hypothetically I married somebody and they're prepared to pay this much money for a wedding, but then I said, hey, look, I want to have a bigger wedding and I'm willing to pay that's a conversation. Sure, it's a conversation. It, it, it's a conversation. But those conversations mm. are going to and will get heated. Mm. And you will see as nice and nice as people can be um, before this right moment, before you get engaged. And now you're going to talk about a wedding. There's, there's this that goes on. There's a clash of, not all the time, but opinions. Opinions are, are uh, never without a, a Without a loss, when you you're talking about planning a wedding, did my grandparents get it along? Uh, uh, that would be negatory. <laughs> no, they argued about this. Yeah, because yes, yes. Let's just say it was not a total agreement agreement on how, when, how many, and the costs, and so on and so forth. Right. All right. Well, again, we just had Victoria's wedding. We didn't do much of the planning, but how was it from perspective of watching mom and Diana? Was it stressful? For me, it was really easy because <laughs> <laughs> they they did everything. I just had to pay the bill, I guess. Right? I had a and I and I said that knowing, which by the way, as a parent, rewinding the clock, you know, when you decide to have children, you need to at least I feel when you decide to have children. It's your obligation to prepare and get ready for situations. Uh, one being, well, how are you going to take care of them day, daily? How are you going to support them if they want to go to college? And then lastly, if they want to get married or go buy a home or become young adults and aspire to have all these other things that life truly blesses you with, well, I was ready for that. Yeah, I had my money saved for it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there's a lot of different ways to getting there. Some people come into their, you know, their earning potential later in life and they, they have it and other people don't. And, and so that's why, again, every situation is different, but in my mind, I was ready for the, the day that Victoria was going to be doing what she did and getting married. And likewise for Diana, I'm ready. Yeah. And thankfully the mom and, and Diana were good at what they did. They, they enjoyed it. Mom, mom and Diana liked it. They're, they're very good. And, and they got along with the, with Jared's mom and that was easy. Right. So it, it, that f was very fluid and um, we were all lucky that it went, everything went off as well as it did. As I said earlier, even the day was a perfect day outside wedding. We right. planned for an outside wedding and it was gorgeous weather. It was not too hot, right? Not, not humid, not cold. It was, it was gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So had this wedding, everything goes really well. You're on top of the world. What, advice would you give a young couple as far as expectations of now being married that you're going to hit the potholes in the road and as much as you want to try to say things are going to be perfect and our life is going to be you know sunshine and rainbows it doesn't always work that way right you're, you're going to experience things that you would not have expected so expect the unexpected be ready 
for things not to go as well as you thought. I mean, co-mingling assets, right? Co-mingling clothing and furniture and all these other things, again, in the sense that now you're gonna maybe move from your individual homes to a common place. And again, the traditional experience, those are all things that come into play and they're gonna affect how your relationship goes. Right? Yeah. And I mean, now looking back and now that I'm 27, you guys have been married for 32 years. I realize how rare that really is that I have two parents that are still not only married, but like from my perspective, happily married. You know, there's yeah. a lot of people that are still married, but you ask their their kids and they're like, oh, I think they're just doing it for the sake of doing it. And they really don't like each other. What do you mm. think was the biggest and, and I don't know, I don't know if everyone I even say you considered a, a separation, but what was like the biggest added stress? Yeah. Like your oh shit moment of, am I really cut out for this marriage thing? When you were born, I was like, oh shit. Oh, he's going to get a tough one. Now, so what, what again would happen here in any long form relationship? Forget for a moment, it's me and mom. Right. Although I'll come back, I'll answer that. Let's say it's you and a buddy. If you hang around with your buddy, just socialize with a buddy friend go out to dinner all the time together yep hang talk go out go socially go hiking whatever. you do everything with that same person at some point that person is going to annoy you yeah sure right because it's just maybe spending that much time together and it, it happens that doesn't mean you stop being friends with that guy it just you know you have the luxury when it's not a marriage you have the luxury of just saying well i'm busy this weekend bro um i can't be around so i'll catch you next weekend yeah. all right good you take a little break you don't have that luxury when you're married so you have to again expect the unexpected and and there are people that are madly in love with one another and they have eternal bliss well, well god bless you and I, I guess i hope i'm not suggesting that i'm not suggesting that that doesn't exist it does but every couple every relationship behind closed doors goes through and experiences moments where you second guess yourself you think wow i didn't realize this is what i signed up for and just know you got to work through it you've got to work through it and you've got to be patient and respect each other and give each other space so example as i gave you with your friend that you could say well you're busy this weekend you're not going to see him well you don't have to take off but there's enough things to do in and around your your home as a married couple uh, on a Saturday. Uh, maybe as a woman, you say, hey, I'm going to go get my nails done all day. I'll be out. I'll see you later. And then the, the guy's like, all right, great. <laughs> I can go play golf or I can go or whatever it is. Or the guy says, I'm going to go play golf. And the, so the, each person has to find a life outside, mm -hmm. I think, that relationship. It's healthy but you can't abuse it. That's a good one. Right? And, and that's a balancing act. You didn't answer my question though. What was the question? <laughs> was Hold there on. ever, I'm sure there was, what was the first oh. moment where you're like, whoa? Well, well, listen, financial is a strain. Uh, children are a strain. Uh, just the overall, again, commingling in existence with someone else, whether you're madly in love or you're, moderately in love or you know you're just in love because mm -hmm. you respect that person there's also those those moments so those are all you you wrap that all up in and sometimes it just is uncomfortable to be in and around the same space and and so there was plenty of those times there, there there's 
still moments where, you know, there's things that go on with your children in our case that affect your relationship. It's a difference of opinion, yeah. right? Yeah. So if something were to happen and we both are re reacting to the situation, we're both reacting to a situation because it involves one of you guys as, as our children. I may have an opinion one way and she has it another way. Right. You know, you have to say something or I say you have to say something. That's not my, you. this is your turn. I did it last time. And no one wants to be, as a parent, you want to be, again, responsible and supportive and loving, but you sometimes you got to have tough love, right? Right. And so, well, you both can't, you both shouldn't go at it the same exact way because that's kind of the message thing gets lost. So in an ideal scenario, you might take turns. You might say, well, listen, I'm not comfortable having this conversation. I, I'm not comfortable having a conversation with my daughter about certain things. Mm, yeah. I can't and vice versa. So you, you got to understand that. Right. Yet there's some parents that feel it doesn't matter to them. Mm. Yeah, I think what... What I've seen, there's like two things that I've identified from you as being a guy that's been married for 32 years happily and relationships that I've seen. Number one would be the accommodation and doing things that you may not want to do, but you know you have to do it for them. Right. And the other thing that I've also noticed is the lack of ever really talking trash about somebody behind their back or complaining too much about your significant other because it, it puts it into existence, right? If you're thinking about something, yeah, and your buddies are talking, oh man, my girlfriend's right. make me do this and that. I've never once heard you, maybe just because it's in front of me, complain about mom. Um, and my buddy, the best example, one of my best friends, Tom and Jewel have been Ooh. dating for I guess seven years now. I was the one that introduced them. So oh, wow, you're welcome, nice. Tom and Jewel. But he is, she's great. I would consider him from outside perspective, one of the best boyfriends I've ever seen. Like the kid is just so accommodating to her. He does not care if he has to leave hanging out with us because he's, she's priority, right? Whatever he has to make her happy. He's never talking down about her. Even if he's, we're having a conversation, the tone is never negative. It's just, Hey, we're going through something. We're working through right. it. Right. And that to me means so much. And again, I pull from everybody. So that's something that I've pulled from him that I pull from you and I see on the other side, when I hear people complaining about their girlfriends, it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Like, how do you not go back to her yeah. after saying all that nasty shit to me? You you need to enjoy your partner. And if you don't enjoy... Get out. I'll say, if you don't enjoy everything about them, that's okay. It's okay. But quantify how much you like and get excited and look forward to being with that person. If you can't do that, then you're not ready. Mm. If you only see fault in someone else, then you're not ready. Right. If you're going to criticize and put someone down to make yourself feel better, then you're not ready to have a relationship, let alone get married. Right. Right. Good point. Well, yeah. I think that's, that's, that's a, this was a really good topic from again, person that I'm not in it, but can see it. Right. And, um, I think there's gonna be a lot of people that are listening that can appreciate this. Well, again, I wish everyone the best and the luck of the world when they find someone that they want to have alignment with. Mm -hmm. And so just understand there's nothing that's perfect and be willing to put yourself out there and give it a shot uh, within reason, right? I'm not talking about jumping off a cliff 
and hoping you land, <laughs> hoping you land safely. Right. I'm, I'm talking about within reason, talking through the relationship, understanding that um, you you have to make sacrifices and compromises, and that further will only help your your expectations be more reasonable. Right. Oh, I think that's it for today, guys. That's it. Like, subscribe, all right. share, well, all the good stuff. Enjoy, and this is what the wedding ring is for. Cheers. No one likes to talk about money. Am I saving enough? Can I buy a house? Am I paying too much in taxes? Will I be able to retire? What if you could unlock insights about your finances in less than five minutes with a clear picture of where you stand today and where your money can work harder? Now you can. Visit facet.com to take the free quiz and get your financial wellness score today. That's F-A-C-E-T.com. This ad is sponsored by Facet. Facet Wealth Incorporated is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency, where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Hi, I'm Wes Moore, Democratic Governor of Maryland. And I'm Jack Coburn, Republican Mayor of the town of Lonacuddy. Our different backgrounds and experiences mean we do a lot of things differently. But we can have our differences without being divisive or hateful. We can listen to the other side, ask questions, have important conversations. In the end, we might not be as far apart as we thought. Together, we can disagree better. A message from the National Governors Association.